Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is David Stockton with Stockton Mortgage, the official mortgage provider for KSR. Headquartered in Kentucky with local service and local decisions, we've been helping people finance their homes for 20 years, and we would like to help you too. Purchase or refinance, if you have not taken advantage of these historically low rates, you could be missing out on substantial savings. These low rates will not last forever, so go to Stockton.com or call 888-914-2276 to get started. NMLS number 8259, Equal Housing Lender. Talk Radio 1080. Welcome to Hour 2 of Kentucky Sports Radio, presented by Stockton Mortgage. Now, here's Matt Jones. Tom Hart sitting in for Matt Jones today. Um, you guys have talked at, at length about what's going on with the uh, with the PGA Tour and Live Golf and the Saudi involvement in it and these players facing a decision, right? Do I, do I stay on the tour or do I go take the $25 million or whatever the, the amount is um, that's promised to me and have a dedicated purse, even if I finish last, and, and go join this new tour? So there's, there's a lot of complications, but I don't know enough about it. But I know someone who does. His name is Brian Katrick, and he joins us now. Hey, BK, how are we doing? I am great, Tom. Man, it is, uh, it's great to be on with you. How about this? Look at you. Look what you're doing. Uh, you know, we got to do something. My dad always said if we weren't doing this, we'd be doing something else. Brian's um, all over PGA Tour coverage on Sirius XM. He's called the Masters for Westwood One and it covers every big event. I, I could go into the whole thing, but I'm just you, – your credentials are second to none. But let's start with this. Before we get into what's going on right now in the, with the PGA Tour and all this drama and the politics of it, name – since this is Kentucky Sports Radio – the three best courses you've played in the Commonwealth. Okay. Well, I haven't played Valhalla yet, but I've walked it. So I got to count that. Um, there is a uh, place called Stone. Oh, for crying out loud. It's a, uh, it's a, uh, you, you put me on the spot. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my God. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, and I, I, you know what? I've only probably played two rounds in Kentucky. I have played a lot in French Lake, Indiana, and that's really close to Kentucky. That's really I, close. I go to Louisville. To, I fly have, into Louisville to get there. Does that count? Have you ever played a course that has a, a barn in the middle of the fairway? I don't, not a full barn, but we've played. There's a lot of cool courses with parts of buildings. Davis Love's got a great course in Myrtle Beach with a chimney. I've seen silos. Not a full barn. You got a full barn? Yeah, yeah. Well, the listeners will uh, will remind me of the name of the course that has a full barn in the middle of the fairway. Um, that's that's on my yeah. short list. All right. So the news today on, in the golf world: Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Reed are going to play in the Live Tournament in Portland. I don't know when that is. They're playing London this weekend, right? And then Portland down the road. And then there's a an event late in the year in Saudi Arabia. But uh, for the most part, this stuff is is going to be stateside, right? They're they're the Live Run or whatever we want to call it. Well, that's the thought, yes. And uh, I believe Portland is opposite John Deere. 
at the uh, the end of June. Uh, it's either that or opposite Rocket Mortgage uh, at the end of July. I forget. So um, let's let and, me start they, with this. Let, let's really simplify this for our listeners who probably don't follow golf like like you and I do. Why is this such a big deal that another tournament sprung up and is is poaching these professional players to leave the PGA Tour or in some instances step away from the PGA Tour to go play this live tour? Yeah, because it's a disruptor. That's the big deal. This is, imagine the old USFL scenario all over again. You're worried about, can I see the best players all together in one place? And if this tour takes traction, then the answer is going to be no. Maybe we'll see them at the majors, but that's it. Uh, and you, you could say, the critics should say, well, we don't see them much more than that, but we do see them more than that. So, uh, so that's the problem. It becomes a power struggle. Uh, one of the reasons why the fans are having a hard time digesting this is because we're having a hard time digesting this. Uh, Bryson and Patrick Reed are going to play in the next one. Phil and Dustin are playing in the one that starts tomorrow. What trouble are they going to get in? Well, we don't know. Uh, there's been all kinds of veiled threats. But what trouble are they going to get in? Are they going to get kicked off the PGA Tour forever? Maybe. Are they going to get suspended? Most of the PGA Tour bylaws are written so that you don't suspend your superstars because you don't want that to be the punishment. Hey, the people in uh, you know people in Madison, Wisconsin, want to see their stars. You can't have the punishment be that you can't go. So that we don't know what the punishment's going to be, Tom, and that's the biggest question mark right now. Obviously. Um, there, there are multiple things at play here for the players who want changes in the PGA Tour. They want the tour to be better. I think we all want aspects of our life to, to be as efficient and as profitable as possible. So people get that. Like you have a bad day at work and you only get 45 minutes for a lunch break. You're going to say, man, either give me a raise or give me an hour lunch break, right? You're going to work for finding ways to get leverage, to get what you need at your job. And I understand that. What is the money difference at play for these golfers, not just the promises that they're getting from the Saudi back tour, but also taking away whatever they lose from their sponsors. And, and that's a big deal. Phil lost all of his sponsors. Phil Mickelson did in February when, when he started talking about this. Yes. And I think you're right to point that out. And I think that's the exact right way to look at it because you're going to gain a lot in guaranteed last place money. As you pointed out, they're getting basically appearance money with the PGA, which the PGA tour has never used before. But they are losing a lot. Now, that's another question mark with Phil. Phil losing his sponsors was tied to two things. One, his remarks to to an author that were very clearly off the record because it included foul language. And Phil has never cussed publicly in 30-plus years in the spotlight. He didn't drop his debut with that guy just for that guy's book. That's how you know those comments were off the record. But I don't have, a, I don't have any doubt that he said it. Uh, th- that was enough to get him to lose some sponsors, but keep this in mind. Phil's deal specifically, let's just say, with Callaway was to play X number of PGA Tour events per year. That's why they paid him. That, that logo is going to show up in these cities in these events. Well, if he's not going to be in those cities for those events, you've got to tear that contract up and start over again. Everybody wants to point at the social justice parts of all this, and that's a gigantic side of this, but this could have been a simple contractual issue. Phil's not playing where he said he was playing. We got to start all over again. And that is another thing that remains to be seen about this. 
human rights record is deplorable in Saudi Arabia. That, that essentially, this is the financial arm of their government that's the major backer. You correct me wherever I'm wrong on this stuff. And Phil was quoted oh, right. as saying originally, yeah, this is blood money coming from bad dudes. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but I, he used those yes, four yes. words. Um, Tom Hart has also never cussed, and he's not going to start today. <laughs> not today. Not today. Uh, great point. What as viewers, as fans, and and golf is at the forefront because this is what we're talking about right now. But how do you think we should? I'm, I'm not telling you how to. I'm not asking you to tell people how to react. But um, what do fans need to know about balancing what these guys are doing versus what I said was likability? Right? Like Phil had this immense level of likability outside the ropes of casual fans and then the more we've learned about him and the more he's talked whether on the record or off he's become less likable and that's going to influence his sponsorship and his ability to sell tiger apparently turned down at least a hundred million dollars to say no to this tour right that's that's a lot of money so how do we balance that as fans in of sport yeah i think i think you're allowed to have your own lines and we all already do and and we all are perfectly fine with that the the problem with trying to get into the human rights record argument, and by the way, I'm with you on it, uh, is that it's an inherently hypocritical stance. If we have a terrible human rights record in this country. Uh, look down at your shoes. Where were they made? How much did that guy get per week to make those shoes? Do you really want to shine this spotlight everywhere? Uh, yes, horrible things happen over there, but I don't know that we all want to live up to that standard. And... And so that's that's what the guys that have gone have said. Why is golf being put in the spotlight right now? We just ran a Formula One race at Monaco, and you, you saw the signage for, for the same company all over the place. The ladies golf has an Aramco series of events that their big stars play in. Nobody's saying a word about that. So... In a lot of you know, in, in at least that way, you can feel for these guys that are saying, "Well, why are you taking? Why are you just picking on me?" I think yeah. that argument is valid, but the answer to your question is, the fans get to decide. You, you get to decide why you're just picking on Phil and you're not picking on the Court of Sisters. That's up to you. I can't tell yeah, you what to do with your life. I think there's a huge difference with if, if Brian Katrick is asked to um, mention a sponsor on his serious show on, on your XM radio show. And you've got to decide, is this a sponsor that I want to align myself with? If I go, if I'm in Lexington and I go into Mac and clay and I, I grab a shirt and I see the guys and I love them and they're great dudes. I'm going to say, yeah, I got no problem promoting your company, promoting your brand. I think there's a difference for the average customer who's just buying a pair of Nikes on the shelf because they're not influencing anyone else to then support that company. And, and you could say the same thing for, for actors. Am I, am, you know, what am I saying about, by buying a ticket to a Tom Cruise movie? That's, that's the line that you're talking about that we all have to decide where, where we land, right? Yeah. And, and look, this is, you're exactly right. And I love Mac and Clay, by the way, they are great dudes. Uh, but now it's gotten very complicated. You know, it's not fair that the fans should have to think that way. You're supposed to turn on your TV and go, oh, hey, golf's on. I'm watching. You know, that's how it's supposed to be. I never, I've never questioned, I've never had these sorts of questions about any other sporting event ever. And I think it's a little bit, it's, it's sad right now. It's sad and a little surprising that this is the direction that we're going. And of all places, we're going there in, in my sport first. And uh, I'm not a fan of that either. 
Yeah. <laughs> We've yeah. never no, had to I ask these you. questions before. Hey, before we let you go, Brian Katrick is with us now, and you can hear him uh, every night on Sirius XM, PGA Tour Radio, and uh, just about every weekend covering the events in one form, fashion, or another. What what impact does this have on the PGA Tour long term? When will we know what impact it has? Yeah, another great question. So those are a bunch of the questions we don't have answers for. What type of trouble are these guys going to get in, and and how long can this tour last? Well, here's where we're at. For a lot of reasons that you don't, you shouldn't spend the rest of your show explaining. Uh, the the cards are currently held by Augusta National. Believe it or not, the USGA has to let these guys play because they already started the qualifying process. The British Open is going to say the same thing as they already started the process. The PGA Tour doesn't have to let them play because it's their organization. The next major up is next April. If you can play in the Masters. Or, and you can get into the Masters by playing on Greg's Tour, then Greg's Tour has a chance of succeeding. If you cannot play your way into the Masters and then the other majors by playing on Greg's Tour, Greg's Tour has a mountainous, uh, an entire, a gigantic hurdle to get over. So Let the me ask Masters a, holds all the cards. A very simple and direct question. Um, do the people who run Augusta National, do they like Greg Norman? <laughs> they definitely used to. <laughs> they, I worked the Masters with Greg Norman as my partner in the 18th Tower. I was the host. He was the analyst. Uh, he got an incredibly warm reception. That was before all of this started. Uh, so, you know, the only time I've seen it, they loved him. Everybody yeah. in Augusta loved him. That was before this. So I don't have that answer. They they can make their own rules, right? It's going to come. They're going to have a lot of factors. These are very smart people. But the chairman, Fred Ridley, who incidentally, besides being a, a player, he was a U.S. amateur champion. He's also an attorney. He's going to decide what direction he wants to go with his invitational. You can't sue your way into the Masters if they want you to play. If they announce Tom Hart's part of the field, nobody gets to say anything about it because that's it's like they're you know it's like inviting you to their Thanksgiving table. Nobody gets to decide who comes to your Thanksgiving table except for you. So that's how the Masters is run. There are other ramifications that get bigger and bigger. Fred understands that. Uh, those go both ways, if you include these players or you exclude these players. But that right there, and the timeline on that, we may not find out what they're going to do until December or, or possibly after that. But that is the next, besides all the court cases, the inevitable court cases, that is the next plot point right there. What is the Masters going to do? Because the other majors are going to feed off of that. Brian Katrick, thanks for your time. Always appreciate it, buddy. You got it, Tom. Anytime. That's awesome. All right, Brian Katrick, you can see him. Uh, and here I'm on Sirius XM Satellite Radio, PGA Tour Radio, uh, coverage of every major event, including with Turner Sports and company. So, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and, and take this from, from a golf perspective. We're gonna put Shannon on the spot. Like, what would you, PG, uh, Phil Mickelson has said, Basically, this is blood money. I'm going to play for blood money. What would you do, and where would you draw the line when it comes to blood money? What's, yeah, this, what's that number again? How many million? Well, everybody <laughs> has a different number. Yeah. Everybody Every, has a different everybody's number. Everybody's got a price, right? Wasn't uh, there we'll a wrestler to, we'll from the 80s that said down. that? Yeah, every, and that's <laughs> right. And, and Michael Jordan used to say, you know, Republicans buy shoes, too. So... Everybody has a price. Uh, 502-571-1080. I think I've got a comp that'll, br- that'll break it down in a very localized way to help people understand where they would draw the line and the difference between 
Shannon the dude and a Saudi prince or the Saudi Arabian government and what they're trying to do with this golf tour. And uh, we're going to talk some more silly stuff, too. Uh, 502-571-1080, back on Kentucky Sports Radio after this. To talk to Matt Jones and the crew, call the Clark's Pump and Shop phone line at 502-571-1080 or 1-877-904-1080. Or send us the Kentucky Branded KSR Tweet of the Day by tweeting Matt at KY Sports Radio. What's your name, little girl? Thanks for listening What's to Kentucky Sports Radio on Talk Radio 1080. What's her name? It kind of reminded me when, when Brian Katrick couldn't remember Stonecrest in Prestonburg. Thanks to uh, Kentucky dude for pointing that out. That was a golf course he, he played. He was a big fan of. And the Henry County Club, Henry County Country Club, Henry County Country Club. That's a that's a mouthful. Used to have a barn in the middle of the fairway, but uh, but they moved it years ago. Thanks, Maverick, for that one. We've got uh, the phone lines are lit up. We'll take more calls. 502-571-1080. One of the things that Brian Katrick mentioned is, you're going to draw the line a, a line when it comes to accepting money. Where do you draw that line? And my answer is, got these golf players. Uh, they feel like, well, it's not fair for you to judge me on this. But here's the difference: if Shannon the dude goes and buys a pair of shoes that is made in a country that pays, you know, a, a, a kid two cents an hour to make them, is he supporting that company by? Buying the shoes, yeah, at 80, 90, 100 bucks a pop. But Shannon is not influencing and allowing them to, this new phrase is sports washing, allowing them to then uh, take advantage of many, 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 many other people. Like Shannon's just buying a pair of shoes, right? What this Saudi Arabian government is doing with this golf tournament that is their golf tournament by, uh, by a separate name is getting you to forget about the fact that they murdered an American citizen, that they kill homosexuals, that they behead adulterous women, that they do all these terrible things. But, hey, they've got fancy buildings and a cool golf tour. And they're waiting for you. And some of these professional golfers have already done it. They've already said, yeah, but, hey, these are bad dudes. But, you know, we're and I don't like to repeat the things that they're saying because it's just it's all marketing slogans. No, they, they, they didn't start this tour to do anything, and it's the same with the one with the F1 races, and it's the same reason they have uh, the WWE come over there and stage these big events. It's so people think of their country as a cool place, which if you care about human rights and basic human dignity, you would not think it's a cool place. It's, it's, that's It's not... Political, it's just basic human rights. Like, there are certain people we look at in history, we know he's a bad dude. That's it. We, we all understand he's a bad dude. They do bad things there. And they're trying to get you to look over it because they're making headlines by paying golfers $25 million. All right, so that's whatever. That's as big a soapbox as I'm going to get on um, for the day. But let's get to the phone line. Shannon, who's up? All right, let's go to Mark Anthony. Hey, good morning, Shannon. Good morning, Tom. Here I am talking to Tom Hart on the radio, and the conversation has turned to golf and big money. Neither one of which, neither which, neither one of those two things are my strong suit. But anyway, I'm going to switch back to this two and a half years for Cal. Is that all right? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, two and a half is man. I would tend to go under Tom, but it's so variable because. 
if Cal were to pick him up another national championship inside the two years, then I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see him if he felt like he had a core and had some good players coming in to add to it, if he hung around for another just to see could he get one of those twofers. And uh, other than that, two more years, he said when he started that 10 was a long time at Kentucky, and he's gone 50% higher than that already. So, uh, yeah, I'd have to really go under if he doesn't get another national championship in the next two. That's just where I'm at. And as far as golf and big money, I really don't have – what was that? Uh, what was that football player's name, Shannon? Y'all were talking about on the pregame that had the biggest non-quarterback contract. Aaron Donald. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Donald. Had poor Aaron Donald. I don't know how that boy's going to make it on that kind of money yeah. compared <laughs> I, to golfer. Maybe I think he'll. I think he'll do. I think he'll do all right. All right. Thanks for the call. Um, if you're looking for back-to-back national championships, you know, when Florida last one to do it, oh six, oh seven. Cincinnati did it in the sixties. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, you know, but I hear you. I go for two for, you got a great team, you got another great one coming in. Let's, uh, let's keep the ball rolling. Let's go back to the phone lines. Phil. Hello, Phil. So this is Bill. Oh, oh Bill, you Bill, know what? Phil, you know. I didn't want to talk to Phil anyway. I wanted to talk to <laughs> Bill. Hey, Tommy, doing a great job. Uh, listen, I want you to give, uh, Shannon and the rest of the crew a little bit of a hard time. Something they do from time to time that really bothers me is we get talking about the football season, and they did it last year. They've done it already this year. Hey, I'm all in on football. My my thoughts, I'm not even excited about basketball right now. And that's generally what they're saying. I am a season ticket holder in football. I'm very excited about football, but I'm very excited about basketball, too. There's no reason you can't do both at the same time. So I'd like for you to take a couple minutes here and maybe Chad or Perfect. admonish Shannon and the rest of the guys for that. I'm going to crush him. Bill, Bill we got to get yeah. to break. I'm going to absolutely crush him. There's plenty of time for both. What a horrendous show, and they're terrible people. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> I, I tried really hard. I tried really hard. Okay, well, take more of your calls. Kentucky Sports Radio after this. This upcoming segment is sponsored by TrustedChoice.com. They'll do the insurance so you can do you, and at TrustedChoice.com, they'll help with research to determine the best coverage needs at the right prices, assist with claims, and adapt to your business needs as they change at no cost to you. TrustedChoice.com, their insurance agents. See the big picture. That means that they have local agents that can customize the best coverage for your needs so you always get a choice from your independent agent. TrustedChoice.com is like having your own personal shopper, a local agent from your community that meets with you so you get customized insurance coverage in your price range for auto, home, life, and business. More options, better value in your hometown at TrustedChoice.com. Welcome back to Kentucky Sports Radio, presented by Stockton Mortgage. Here's Matt Jones. So not Matt Jones. It seems like uh, not at a, not only everybody uh, on the show bad people, but they're all going to get hair plugs before long. Shannon, how <laughs> how close are you? You, got the uh, you know, another probably five to ten years. I'm not above it. Hey, if they want to plug me in some free hair, I'll do it for an endorsement. We got uh, you, let's see three three different people here at the station so far. I've done it. Would you endorse Blood Money? What's the number? Ooh. 
Well, I mean, if we're talking $25 million, for me, that's life-changing money. For some of these golfers, it's a lot of money, but it's a little bit different when you're comparing those guys to me. Okay, I don't. Let's do a percentage then. Um, I don't know. Dustin Johnson was promised as as much as Tiger Woods' lifetime earnings on the PGA Tour. I don't have the math in front of me. I don't remember what his uh, previous earnings were. But to go work for and a, a bad boss and promote a and like I'm not saying like oh he's a bad but like a bad person and promote um you know a horrendous company that does terrible things. Would you take a twenty a twenty percent raise? Is that enough? No, no, no. Fifty percent raise. No. What if I doubled your salary? It's come work for me, hmm. sell your soul, come work for me. I'll pay you twice as much. I'm thinking maybe triple, triple, triple my my salary, which we don't we don't need to break down the numbers of that. Okay, okay. Not only, but here are your responsibilities. Not only are you tripling, not only are you taking a job, but I need you then to promote the company with your name. Put your name to this company and promote this company to your family and your friends and the people and all the money people who back it. So it's, you're not just getting paid, but also you're putting your name to it. That's true. Every That's, day. Yeah. Does that change things? Yeah, I think it does. I think it does. But then I also go back to thinking about what you just mentioned there. We buy stuff every day that we don't know where it came from. We don't know what we're really supporting when we buy a lot of products. But you put it in perspective when you say that, though. You know, when Billy, you- Billy told a story in the pre-show, uh, or a caller did. I don't know if this is accurate, but just let's just roll with it for sake of argument. That a Saudi prince came to town. And, and at Keeneland paid $24 million for a horse. Right? Yep. Wasn't that the story? Yep. That's it. Okay. So so let's assume the Saudi prince is is tied in with the Saudi royal family and Saudi money and all of these bad things. Should you feel bad for selling that horse for $24 million? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. What if what if that same prince? What if you're at Tony's and you run Tony David at Tony's and he comes in and he wants a table and he buys a steak for seventy bucks and a nice bottle of wine? Should you feel bad selling your wares to that person who represents bad things? Hmm. No, I don't think so. I I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you stop, but, you're working the concession stand, and he happens to walk. Not that a Saudi prince needs someone to buy him a bottle of water, but you know, you sell him a bottle of water for three bucks. I don't feel bad about that. I mean, I guess the point is we interact with people that we don't know every day, and we're not getting into their background, their morals. Who are they as a person before we, you know, refuse to serve them a meal or or sell them something? So I kind of look not, at it the same the same light. I'm not a big Kyrie Irving fan, but I bought my son those shoes, right? You know, probably more that he went to Duke than anything else, to be honest, but. Besides the flat earther stuff and being yeah. a bad teammate. But no, I don't feel bad. But it'd be different if they said we're gonna hear the shoes and and you gotta go tell everybody how great Kyrie is. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's I don't know, that's different to me. And if there's a threat for these golfers to come back and never play in the PGA again in, in the States, that's a possibility, right? Yes, absolutely. So and, and th- but their that trade that they're making is about money. Right. If you say I can never play on the PGA Tour again, which we're not sure you're going to, but the risk is, all right, well, then you better, I better make 
X amount of dollars over here to make up for life changing money, like where I can retire type money. So, but but, I was going to say going back, Johnson already has life changing money. Well, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But going back to what you were saying, I would probably ask for a lot more than triple if it were something like that. I would need life changing money. And that's that's the difference that these these and and apply this to any uh, profession, right? That's the difference that these golfers haven't really explained is it's not just taking the money. It's putting their face and their name and their branding to this, right? And what, what that stands for and what they're trying to accomplish. That's the difference. Anyway, that's probably boring to most of you. So let's just go back to the phone lines. All right. Let's go to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. I don't know about y'all, but I think I might uh, fish balls out of the water for a million a year. That's life-changing money to me. But that's craziness. Uh I think Cal should stay as long as he wants to stay because I don't think there's another coach uh, that can do what he does. Uh, there's not one out there right now, or at least not one available that I can see. And uh, it's good talking to you, Tom. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. What do you, what do you, uh, Shannon? What do you think Cal does that that has the most value? He said there's no other coach who can do what he does. What is it? Hmm. Well, I mean. <laughs> Fans aren't going to want to hear this, but I think that he uh, does a better job of getting players to the next level better than any other coach in college basketball. Would you agree with that? I mean, I think the numbers don't lie. Sure. Look at how many Kentucky players are in the pros. There's more Kentucky players than any other program. That's great. I wouldn't I, say I that he draws an out of bounds play better than anybody else. I couldn't say say that with a straight face. But well, listen, he is a. He is a much better coach than anyone ever gives him credit for. Uh, and, and part of that is, I mean, I've been watching his practices since he was at Memphis. Part of that is because of the youth that he has every year, he has to start over every year. Uh, you know, is there, there's, there's value in having guys who have been in your organization for three years or four years in, in that they know what to expect. They've been through the rigors of it. They know, the relationships between the coach and the player and the motivational tactics. It's a fresh start every year. Let's, uh, we got more callers. Let's go back to yeah, the phone line. Let's go to Charlie. Hey, Charlie, how are you today? Uh, thanks for taking call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, quick tidbit, uh, old Kentucky home golf course in Bardstown. They got a cemetery in the middle of the golf course. Well, oh, hold on. The cemetery isn't in play, is it? It's in, it's actually in the right rough. If you go in, it's out of bounds, but it's actually inbounds. Wait, it's in, it's, it's in the course, but it's out of bounds. Yeah. If you go in the fence area, it's out of bounds, but it's in the right rough. Oh, I would definitely hit it over there. <laughs> would you, yeah, would you rather, right, if you so were buried you, in that cemetery, a, would you rather be buried nearest the fairway? Or further away from the fair? like, would you? Do you want people coming over and either walking on your grave to pick up their ball, or even let's say playing off of the top of it? Which would you rather have? Like, stay away from me, or come come pay a visit? I want to be over by the edge because not many people like me. So then, at least I know somebody comes see me. All right. Thanks for the call. Santa, where'd you rather be? Like, do you want to rest in peace or do you want people taking chunks of divots uh, five and a half feet above your head? Well, that's fine. Like you said, I'm six feet under, so I would rather have people come visit me than no one ever come see me. 
And, you know, you hit hit the ball rather than the rough. You can look at my tombstone, you know, learn who I am, uh, you know, read, read about me if there's any kind of uh, verbiage on there. I don't know what you put on a tombstone. Are I guess you it's can, your name. Are you going to – you can put whatever you want. I just yeah. went through this. My dad passed away last fall, and, and so, you like, once you deal with it, like, you learn really quickly. It's like – it's like uh, buying a house, right? Like most people don't buy ten houses in their lifetime. You buy one or two. I don't know what the average is, so you don't know anything about it until you do it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you can put whatever you want on it. You could put pictures on it. You could put a mobile mobile, whatever they call those things that twirl around in the air. You could put that above it. Uh, are you going to put the dude on your gravestone? How about the dude abides? Straight out of the Big Lebowski movie, the dude abides. The dude abides. Yeah. Here lies Shannon, the dude. The dude abides. The dude abides. <laughs> what about you? Can I put know, one of your famous probably... calls on there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's put Yaka on there. <laughs> bam, bam, firepower. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to put in whatever the technology is, and it can be, um, you know, we could update it. I just I want you to be able to walk up to my gravestone and press a button, and you could hear it. Oh, that's that's interesting. Here's what I want. I've thought this through. I want a bell up on the ground, you know, like above ground. Yeah. With a string that goes all the way down to my grave, uh, you know, in the, the casket, just in case, just on the off chance that I wake up in there, I can ring that and say, "Hey, I'm still alive down here." You you know that's where the phrase "Saved by the Bell" originated, right? No, really? Yes, yes. Because so many doctors were so terrible and morticians so terrible at their job back in the day that it was not uncommon, and I don't know when this would have been, 1700s, medieval times, whatever, that they would run a string down to the casket, and if you if you woke up in your casket and you pulled that string, or found, the bell would ring, and they would dig you up, and you'd be saved by the bell. Wow. It was not Kelly Kapowski related. See, I, here the whole time I thought it was from the, the show, Saved by no. the Bell. This show has really taken a, a morbid turn today, but it's interesting. I didn't know that. It's weird. All right, let's, may, maybe somebody on the phone line can help us out. <laughs> okay, let's go right. to Michael. Hey, Michael, how are you today? Hey, great, Tom. Uh, a couple things. You guys are running a great show. You're doing a good job. But I called you about the car. I'd be remiss if I don't you go out and get a Toyota. Well, here's the question wasn't what brand should I get? What model should I get? My daughter is turning 16 this summer. Makes me feel really old. But I can't decide with current car prices right now, am I better off getting a new car that's going to depreciate the second I drive it off the lot or buying a used car that I'm going to pay a premium for because of used car prices right now? Well, I would still say buy a used Toyota product. After building Toyotas for over 20 years, um, I highly recommend it. We just passed one down to my granddaughter, and it's still running like a champ. How many miles on it? Right now, 256,000. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, we had a forerunner that got to 180, and it was still cruising along, and um, we upgraded and, and traded it in, and I'm sure it's still being driven today. Thank you for the call. Yeah, thanks. 502-571-1080, 502-571-1080. I know that if I buy my teenage daughter a new car, it's going to be scratched and dented 
within the first month, if not the first week. But I am I am frugal, and I I don't want to. I feel like buying a used car right now. They've got you over a barrel because of supply and demand and the chip issue. And this, I don't even. I'm probably just talking straight out of my, you know what? But this, mm-hmm. this is how I feel. This is what I'm reading about. Shannon, what do you think? Well, I, I think first of all, we need to make that the Don Franklin Auto call of the day since we're talking of cars. Uh, so go to donfranklinauto.com and uh, get all the details. But no, I think that uh, yeah, you should probably get a used car. You don't want to get something really nice for for her first car, right? No, it's not going to be nice. It's not going to be nice. It's it's going to be very basic. Um, but yeah, Don Franklin, Dodge, Jeep, Chrysler—they got everything, right? They That's got right. new and used. I don't. Maybe I'll maybe I'll fly up to a Don Franklin dealer. There you go. Buy a car there. Boom. That'd be a pretty good idea. Yeah. Got, yeah. Here's my other thing about buying a car, and I'm, I'm I know the people at Don Franklin Auto do it right. But I don't understand why it takes so long. Like I go in to buy a car and I sit there. And I just, I hey, I want this one. Cool, we got it. Hey, sit down in my cubicle. Okay, you gotta fill awesome. out this paperwork now. Yeah, and well, let me go. What about the floor mats? Well, let me go check on that. Well, let me go check. Like, what? I was told that they do it that way because it's such a big investment. They don't want you changing your mind, and you feel like, well, I've invested all of this time. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to walk away from it. As opposed to, like, you go try on a shirt at the mall, and you're like, that doesn't work. See ya. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's our Don Franklin call of the day. Uh, 502-571-1080. How did, uh, how did the two hosts do yesterday? I, how was their local knowledge? Oh, they were great. I mean, part of my take always comes on here each and every year. And the good thing about it is, finally, after seven years of those guys guest hosting, I think that... Most of our audience has kind of learned what they are and what they do in their sarcasm. Although we had a couple of callers off the air that didn't want to come on, but were very upset that they were calling Coach Calipari Jim. They were like, come on, don't you know his name is John Calipari, not Jim Calipari. I had to explain that, uh, you know, that's kind of their shtick. They're, they're kind of doing this to, to get the listeners riled up. So I think that it worked. But, yeah, they, hey. they were great. And then your other, uh, your colleague, Peter Burns, was on Monday. Never heard of him. Hashtag rest in peace, Larry. Oh, did he tell that story? He did. Yeah. Son of a, I hate that guy. <laughs> do, we, do we have one more break? We do. We, we need to hit it. Let's hit all it. Right, let's get to that. When yeah. we return, I'll tell you all, all the reasons I hate with a fiery passion, Peter Burns. That's next on Kentucky Sports Radio. To talk to Matt Jones and the crew, call the Clark's Pop and Shop phone line at 502-571-1080 or 1-877-904-1080. Hey, fans, catch the KHSAA Baseball and Softball Championships coming up this weekend at the UK Sports Complex off Alumni Drive. You can get vaccinated or boosted this Friday or Saturday while at the games and score a free $25 gas card. Vax teams will be located in the green lot next to the stadiums. Plus, kids 5 to 17 can also get vaxxed or boosted if accompanied by a guardian. And for all the details, go to kahp.org. That's K-A. HP.org, this message sponsored by the Kentucky Association of Health Plans. Now back to Kentucky Sports Radio on Talk Radio 1080. Welcome back. Tom Hart, Shannon the Dudes, hanging with me today, sitting in for Matt. Who's uh, who's stepping in tomorrow? 
Uh, tomorrow we got Bobby Bones coming in. Oh, Bobby Bones. That yeah. guy's a big deal. Yeah, he is. Bobby Bones tomorrow, and then we close it out with Bomani Jones on Friday. Uh, and those people are way more talented than I am. It's, that show's going to be way better, without a doubt. Um, by the way, I thought of my first thought of hosting the show this week happened when I walked into a, a burger joint, uh, like a fast food place, a fast casual or whatever you want, but essentially fast food. Uh, when I was on the road this week, and I ordered a burger, a chicken sandwich. Actually, I got a chicken sandwich and a soda. Guess how much the soda costs? Uh, probably a ridiculous amount of money. I would say three dollars. Three dollars for for a medium sized soda. Like, I kind of understand. You go to say, I don't know what's a what's a convenience store. Uh, you go to you go to Pump and Shop, right? Yeah, Clark's Pump and Shop. Go to Clark's Pump and Shop if they have like those. 32 ounce, 40 ounce sodas. And you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to pay. That thing's going to be in my car all day. Mm -hmm. I get it. This was like a 20 ounce soda for $3. And I got mad for a minute. And then I was like, wait a second. I agreed to pay it. And I never look at receipts anymore. Like I just have a general idea when I, whether it's a restaurant, whatever, what something should cost. And I pay for it. And if you're within like, 20% 20% of that total, I don't bat an eye. It's only like if it's either way lower or way higher where you go, wait, let me see that receipt, right? right. I mean, how often do you look at a receipt? Not that often. Never. You, you expect something from a fountain to be like, what, 75 cents? Well, yes, 20 years ago, and I get that it's more now. I get that it's would be a dollar fifty, or even up to 2 bucks. Um, but then I went to Chick-fil-A the other day and I didn't want a soda and I just asked for a water. And as soon as I ordered it, I went, because I'm used to getting jobbed. I was like, oh no, they're going to sell me a bottle of water. They're going to charge me three bucks. Right. <laughs> yeah. But they gave me a cup of ice water, which is all I wanted. And I was so appreciative. Like that's, that's what I ordered. If I wanted a bottle of water and was willing to pay for it, I would have said so to me, $3 soda, not going to do it. I mean, I did it, but I wasn't happy, and I'm probably never going back to that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, I could tell you, when you go get the Polar Pop things, you can still get like a 64-ounce ginormous styrofoam cup for like less than a dollar. You can still get those. That's the route you need to go instead of buying yes. the bottle. If you're going to charge me that, give me something for my value. Give me a ginormous. But to me, $3 should bring ginormous into the equation. Uncle Sleepy uh, tweets me at Tom underscore heart spent the entire show looking for the arrow in the FedEx logo. After two hours, I finally found it. Once you see it, you won't unsee it. And every truck that drives by, you're going to see the arrow in the FedEx logo. And then another thing it's going to do, it's going to turn you into that annoying person who nudges his buddy and says, Hey, have you seen the logo? <laughs> Cause you'll, you'll yeah. want to, you'll want to share it. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram. Also, Tommy H T O M M I E H 44, Tommy H 44. And you can see a picture of where I'm doing the show today. Thanks to the Grady school of journalism, communication, university of Georgia for helping me out and, and put me in the room. Um, Shannon, anybody left on the, left on the phone line? Uh, yes, but let me quickly tell you, we're talking about value. Let me tell you, we can get some great value, a good bang for your buck. That's cornbreadhemp.com. Go there right now. We love Cornbread Hemp. They're Kentucky's number one rated CBD company with over 2,000 five-star reviews. And they're proud to offer Kentucky's first USDA organic CBD products made as potent as the law allows. 
Right now, when you go to the website, use KSR as your promo code. You'll save 25% off your first order. Plus, you know, Father's Day is coming up. They got some good Father's Day bundles where you can save some money at cornbreadhemp.com. Let's go to the phone line real quick. Uh, real we gotta quick. Get off yes. yes, Woodrow. Hey, uh, Tom, you should get your, uh, your daughter an older pickup truck. It's cheap, good on insurance, and safe. Um, Shannon, I think you, on your casket, you ought to have a little slot where people can walk by and drop in that foreign currency that you There you go. Yeah, give you some foreign that's, money. That's right. That's the best, that's right. that's the best <laughs> call of the day. Thank you Thank for you, calling Woodrow. in. Thanks for everybody for participating. Shannon, thanks for uh, riding along with yeah, me. Man. This was a lot of fun. It's awesome every year. I hope Matt isn't swimming but has a great vacation, <laughs> and I will see all of you soon enough. You can follow me at Tom underscore Hart on Twitter. Thanks for having me, and I hope you guys have a wonderful Wednesday. Thanks, Tom. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.